I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. I'm going to show them a world without you. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you. Hello and welcome to Keanu Believe That We Forgive You, the show where we formally forgive Keanu Reeves' worst film. I'm Alex Fernandez, a writer at Places. I am Sam Van Heron, host of Keanu Believe It. And I'm Sarah Sorrentino, associate editor at Talk Film Society. Oh, I also <laughs> work for Talk Film Society, I think. All right. Are you sure? <laughs> Maybe. You've been fine. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, as my uh, Keanu listeners and We Forgive You listeners, hopefully both of you are joining us. Uh, but I figured it would be fun to, because we love Keanu, you know, we all love Keanu, but he has made some iffy choices, to say the least. Uh, and I came up with this idea to do a crossover uh, before I had worked through his, you know, his earlier films that I hadn't seen. Uh, and... I've discovered that he has made definitely worse movies than 47 Ronin. But those are very boring, bad movies. And this is a movie that's definitely not great, but it's got a lot of fun stuff to talk about. So, uh, and you're listening anyway. So if you don't <laughs> like it, it's uh, your own fault. This is a crossover episode. Yeah. It's like, uh, remember when New Girl and Brooklyn Nine-Nine had like that crossover? Remember when uh, Fairly Odd Parents and Jimmy Neutron had a crossover and they both looked oh really yeah that was ugly? so bad yeah, yeah the, the CGI uh, fairies were not were not great yeah t- just terrifying having to see those dudes in 3D for the first time and seeing just oh god all the angles they're all wrong and they definitely had some TGIF crossovers back in the day I'm trying to remember specifically what I think there was one where they went to Disney World like where. Was Sabrina and Boy Meets World, did they ever have a crossover? I don't know. I thought they did. Maybe they did. Oh, that would be very intense. <laughs> <laughs> Going to Disney. You said Disney World, and I instantly thought of, um, is it Fuller House when they went to Disney? Full House? Full House, yeah. yeah. Full House definitely Yeah, I remember that, that episode. That was great. That's not necessarily a crossover. We're falling apart, guys. <laughs> They're Good just God. going to Disney. We're already leaning into Disney World references. We gotta leave. We gotta leave. <laughs> um, Sam, I know you're not used to how far off topic we forgive you gets but i do need to talk to alex about something real quick and you're welcome to join in papa papa shack okay papa Papa shaquille o'neal oh my god is now a thing sam do you have any idea what we're talking about no no clue no no hold on hold on (laughs) Okay, Sam, are you familiar with uh, the the restaurant company known as Papa John's uh, Pizza? Yes. The restaurant, yes. <laughs> the restaurant tour, the, oh, okay. the auteur of pizza, Papa John himself, the fucking mm-hmm. trash monster racist <laughs> that we tend to talk about on We Forgive You very often. 
But he gives oh. one warm pepperoncini and garlic butter with his pizza. That pepperoncini is never warm. <laughs> that garlic butter is trash. <laughs> that garlic butter is oil, and I love olive oil. It's just greasy oil. It's disgusting. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> well, over the past uh, yeah. months... Uh, it seems maybe a year. How long has it been since Papa? <laughs> well, anyway, uh, Papa John got kicked off of uh, the right. board of Papa John. Saying the N word on a conference call, you know, I completely correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the fun gamer <laughs> thing to do. He went ahead and said the N word on a conference call and got kicked <laughs> off of his company. Uh, and you know, it's been really rough sailing ever since with Papa John. Uh, you know, filing lawsuit after lawsuit, trying to reclaim his business and, uh, you know, get back, get back on that <laughs> pizza boat. But the, 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 the waters have cleared yeah. and this lawsuits have all wow. ended. And, and who's there at the end to save us all? None other than Thank Shaquille O'Neal. You. you mean the guy from those general commercials? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Our Lord yes, and absolutely, Savior. the man from the general, <laughs> Papa Shaq. He, he, he teamed up, teamed up with the general and his mm, armies <laughs> to take down Papa coup. John. <laughs> it, it was, was a, a coup. coup. It was a pizza coup. I love it. Guys. Well, he is oh, a genie God. too. So I mean, <laughs> Papa Shaq sounds even better to me. Actually, can we actually change the name? I would I would I, go to the Papa Shack. I hope they change the name because God, oh, the greatest Papa update would be to know that it's I, now called Papa Shack. I think that's Papa when Shack. we can finally put this whole thing to rest. Is the moment that Papa Wait, John so did Shack actually is Shack actually did he actually buy like he bought Papa John's? Is that he didn't buy it? He's basically the new brand okay. ambassador, so he's the new <laughs> face of the company, <laughs> which is wild. <laughs> Like, I'm oh, so happy. Pa- sweaty Papa John went ahead and said the N-word, got kicked out of his company, and Shaquille O'Neal, like the champion of business that he is, stepped right into his place and said, no, I, I am now, I am now the Papa John. sweet, sweet justice. It's a brave, it's beautiful. brave moment. I love it. Hey, have you ever had uh, Shaq's, like, strawberry soda from Arizona? What? So Arizona Company, no. you know, the green tea, makes like... Oh, oh, I thought you were saying, like, only available in the <laughs> yeah, state of Arizona. It's only like available I was, I in the Arizona. It's strawberry soda sourced like, from I... Arizona. No, um, they have, like, you know, a tall boy <laughs> of uh, Shaq strawberry soda. It's like a cream strawberry cream soda. Well, let's be fair. It's only a tall boy to us, but it's made for regular Shaq. <laughs> Listeners, if you're listening, take a picture of your strawberry cream soda with Shaq's face on it. <laughs> Send it to me, at Sarah Sorrentino. Thank you very much. Okay, we can get into actual conversations. I just needed to talk about Papa Shaq real quick. No, that, the, the Papa John, that, that was very important information that I don't know how I would have lived with myself. I didn't know, so I... And uh, you guys are talking about Papa John's quite a bit in your show, if I'm... Not yeah, we're not we're not proud of it though. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> yeah, it's not a bullet point that we're putting on the back We've of the box. I'll tell you that, but it, it is something so that has just happened. It keeps on coming back. <laughs> <laughs> We've been trying to distance ourselves from the Papa John brand, but you know, I think it's time. I think it's time to. The more we ignore it, the stronger <laughs> it gets. Now they have Shack. Oh, 
I'm afraid of what will happen if we don't I'm give them press again. I'm thinking this podcast just become full time Papa Shack updates. I, yeah, I mean, I'm, Keanu, I'm almost done with Keanu. I need something to do after that. But, uh, <laughs> you know. All right, all right. We're sending you some Papa John's pizzas. <laughs> Actually, I'll do everything except <laughs> yeah, eat Papa like John's pizza for a I'm Papa very John happy podcast. To support him without eating any of that pizza. <laughs> it's real trash. Yeah, please. Wouldn't it be worse I to have a, a whole podcast about it, but you refuse to eat the pizza? Like they'd be sending us free pizza vouchers. We're just like, no, nah, we're okay. Thank you. We'll keep doing it, but please don't. No, leave thank us alone you. with the pizza. No, I mean, no. Papa John's is not pizza. Let's, I mean, it's ugh, <laughs> it's God. really bad. All right. <laughs> I do not forget. They you, should Papa change John. the slogan to Papa John. We should really change that slogan to better ingredients. Question better mark? pizza? Papa Shack. Question mark? <laughs> Papa Shack. That's an honest yeah. business that That's I trust. What I'm to get uh, all right. I mean, since this is a Keanu Believe It crossover with We Forgive You, uh, I usually ask my guests, uh, you know, what they think about Keanu overall. So why don't you two, uh, Keanu thoughts? Let's do it. Alex, you go first. What do you think about Keanu? Ke- I love Keanu. How much? I do. Quite a bit. And I think, like many people, I didn't realize just how much I loved him until, uh, you know, John Wick came along. I feel like that became, like, a public opinion Mm. turning point. But it's sort of... Oh, man, Keanu... It's okay. You don't have to to let it all out. Don't cry on the the recording, okay? I understand. You love him. Tears, tears are welcome. Keanu, he brings tears. I, I get it. It's, it's, he's such a beautiful person. I mean, come on. He's just, come on. He is in- incredibly yeah. handsome. He is such a unique talent. Like he's such a particular kind of performer. I feel like, and we spent. I feel like cinema's taken a, a quite a journey trying to find what. Uh, what roles to best utilize him in. Um, And it's both interesting seeing them get there and seeing what uh, movies he's been in along the way. And, I mean, like, he went from being, like, barely a blip on the radar for a lot of the 2000s to, like, being the star of, like, what's probably my most highly anticipated movie of this year, John Wick 3. So, like, and there are a lot of what I feel are really great movies along the way there. Like, I recently saw Constantine for, like, the first time, and I'm sorry, but that movie it's kicks great. ass. And it's I, yes. I, I do love him in it. I think he is perfect yeah, in that. Yeah, Constantine is an amazing film. I've always loved Constantine. I, I, should I talk about how much I love Keanu, though? Keep it you specific? should. Yeah. yeah More gushing. I've loved Keanu since the moment I saw that meme of him sadly eating his lunch on a bench. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I, We've all been there. Yep. I would big scoop, big spoon Keanu if I could. I feel like he needs that. Um, yeah, no, he's a good guy. Uh, I don't love everything he's done. I won't pretend and say that I've seen that much of the movies he's been in. But um, John Wick was a film that I really resisted watching for a good amount of time, and I didn't see it until it came into like our school's theater, movie theater, and it was like you know, a few months later or maybe even half a year later after it come out. Everyone was saying how good it was, and I was like, oh, sure, I mean, I like violence. <laughs> I'll watch it. Um, but it was it was obviously much more than that, and I also probably grew up with the Matrix films. I definitely saw the second one in theaters when I really shouldn't have. 
Um, nice. I was way too Jealous. young to see that in a theater, but my dad took me anyways. Thanks, Dad. And, yeah, I, I genuinely like him. I am kind of weird about male actors, though. I'm not usually a massive... I'm not a... I don't get too big on following an actor, especially male actors for some reason. But as I've grown older, he's becoming, like, one of those, like, favorites. Like, with him and... Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, those are, like, two actors that I probably will go see anything they're in now. Whereas it, that's pretty recent development for me. He's cool. Well, that's awesome. <laughs> I, yeah, I agree. I mean, he's just, I mean, obviously, this is episode, what, 42. So, clearly I do love the man. 42? Fuck yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs> Crazy. As it should be. Uh, yeah, I mean, so, 47 Ronin. Uh, this is a movie. Things happen in this movie. There's a lot of CGI in this movie, which I forgot Woof. about. Uh, so, had you guys, either of you, uh, seen this uh, before? No. No, this is my first time watching it, and um, I kind of forgot this movie existed. <laughs> and then went quickly on IMDb to look at the poster and assumed that I was going to be in for like a pretty like mediocre samurai hack and slash movie same i thought it was gonna be last samurai and then with keanu Mm -hmm. yeah and then 15 minutes in magical animals (laughs) start to show up in their hideous cg glory and that that's when it that's when the movie absolutely took a turn for me like i i did not know that's what we were in for and apparently like I mean, it's 47 Ronin. It's based off of, like, a real-life, like, story. So to, like... Like, I guess I wasn't wrong in assuming that it was just going to be regular people doing regular samurai things. So I don't know. This movie's just wild. It's basically what I'm trying to do. Yeah, I mean, they just decided, let's do that true story. You know, there's a legend about these brave samurai that, you know, showed loyalty and stuff. And then... But let's, like, make an anime, live-action anime out of it by throwing weird mystical creatures into it with demon snake monks. Like, I don't know if it would, I would say right. anime, but I think it's, like, live-action, like, mythology. Sure. Which is cool, because I don't get to yeah. see much mythology films to begin with that aren't, like, always Greek or, I don't know, Egyptian. You know what I mean? I, I don't get to see a lot of different cultures, mm-hmm. myth- mythological stories. So I was into it. Remind me of, um, especially that first CGI character was very, like, Miyazaki-like. Um, you know you know which one I'm talking mm-hmm. about? I think it's Princess Mononoke. Are you talking about the fox or that giant uh, The giant, it, I, I wanted to call it a chimera, but I had no idea what it was, yeah. Um, I was, guys, I liked this. I liked a lot of it. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. So, I the first time I saw it, I didn't actually... I was watching it, uh, I think I was on HBO or something, uh, and I, like, for whatever reason, had to pause it and then never went back to it, so I never even finished it until this recent rewatch, and I was kind of dreading it, because I remember just being kind of bored in the beginning, which is weird because of how it, again, it starts with a mythical creature hunt. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's your typical messy, probably didn't need to exist blockbuster, but... It's not. It's not horrible. I mean, it's not the worst thing in the world. There's good, and it's very. Again, Keanu is 
the only whitish person in the in the movie, except the part where they suddenly go to a Dutch island for some reason. But uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, it's just it's so we it's weird, and it's like compared to some of these recent horrible blockbusters that I've seen. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it's at least enjoyable compared to some of those. So. I don't think it's typical blockbuster, though. I mean, I also thought it was going to be very typical. What was that movie that fucking Damon, Matt Damon just did? Oh, God. The Great so Wall. So I thought this was going to be like The Great Wall. I haven't seen The Great Wall, but you know what I mean? Like, very, like, the rest of the cast is is actual, like, Asian actors and actresses. And it's one white savior guy. But I was surprised with this film that that whole white savior thing really didn't come in until way farther, about an hour into the movie. And and I also like that, I mean, I love uh, Hiroyuki Sonata, who's always a great, he's one of those guys that's basically in every uh, movie that involves Japanese uh, culture in some way. Like he's basically, mm-hmm. he'll, he'll show up and usually he doesn't get a lot to do, but he's he's essentially the hero of this movie. I mean, like he's... Which is what I appreciated this time watching it. That like, yeah, I mean, Keanu is the half white guy that comes in and he's got superpowers and shit. But like, uh, it doesn't really. He doesn't like come and sit. Like uh, the other guy, uh, Oishi, gets his own uh, badass moments too. So I appreciated that. Yeah. Here, here's my issue with the movie is that. It, like I feel like nobody wins with a movie like Forty Seven Ronin. Like the injection of Keanu Reeves as the white POV character, for which we understand this this crazy feudal Japan mishmash. Like, okay, so we don't really get to see Keanu Reeves throughout various points in the movie because the movie still has to tell the tale of the Forty Seven Ronin, and it has to sort of like you know, properly explain all of the characters that are, uh, you know, tell their story properly, or as proper as a movie like 47 Ronin seems to care to tell their story. But then we also have Keanu Reeves, who pops up intermittently. And there's a long stretch in that first act of the movie where he just disappears. And if I'm watching a movie with Keanu Reeves on the top billing, I'm going to want Keanu Reeves to be on screen as much I as humanly I possible. I like that he's not around. I like that he's not the main character. I think it's a total switcheroo, but it's wonderful. I mean, they tried to get a bunch of white people to watch a movie about feudal Japan, and they did. <laughs> and there's mytholo- there's a lot of mythology stuff going on. There's a lot of, like, high, you know, drama. You know, it's a big blockbuster. It is. But in the end, like... We were successfully tricked into watching a film that's not really all that much about Keanu's character. I guess where I come in is that, like, I, again, I think it's a solidly enjoy, like, for what it is, I think it's, uh, you know, enjoyable enough. There's some cool, uh, you know, creatures, and there's some, uh, lots of, you know, dudes running around with katanas and stuff, but I honestly wish whoever this Carl Wrench directed it, someone I've never heard of, who's never, I don't think he's even made another movie mm-hmm. uh, I just nope. wish someone like if someone had like if they had like gotten like Takashi Miike or someone to make it like I just think it, it, it's, it feels a little bland in terms of how it's like the, the action it's very much a feels like a very second unit very much uh, the CGI companies came in and weren't given a ton of money so it's a little 
uneven on that level, but I just would have appreciated a little bit more style, and it's because it's it's very uh, there's no kind of personality in terms of the direction in this thing. I think the costuming is really well done, yeah. though, but that's kind of on par with films like this. Right, they're gonna get good. I mean, the they're gonna go to people that have experience with that that are gonna be good costume. I mean, there's definitely it's very colorful. It's very there's lots of the costuming is good, the makeup is good, the even if the CGI doesn't necessarily hit that you know t- all timer level, it's still the design of the creatures is a little more interesting than I expected. Mm-hmm. Especially again that whatever that thing is at the beginning. Uh, and so it's so, so like I agree and I like the costume design and I think that since the entire production design is pretty well done I, and this movie has an estimated budget of 175 mm. million and and whenever I see a movie that takes place in a period setting that that is goes so exhaustively into trying to replicate an era uh, and a time and place that is unique. It it really bugs me when that kind of project falls into the hand of just <laughs> Joe Schmo, who happened to be around that day when they made decisions. Like the director of this film, this was his first feature. Yeah, who film. gives a guy that? And his, also like, his. Why last. do people just get a movie like this as their first feature film? And was he like? Is, and is this one I of think. Those- Cases where, like, you know, like, Maleficent was directed by the, like, per, the, uh, uh, one of the lead CGI animators for Avatar, like, where he was just, and, like, for, for whatever reason, they gave him a $200 million film. Like, it's, is it just, it's white guys getting chances? <laughs> That's, I mean. Case. As far as I can tell, it doesn't even seem to be that, like. That there is that phenomenon. I literally thought, oh, is this guy like a stunt director? Maybe that went on to direct a film. Is this guy somebody who did special effects? I mean, the dudes who directed the second Alien vs. Predator movie were dudes who just did visual effects on three hundred, and they were just handed director roles like nothing else. But this person hasn't. Like yeah, I'm it's looking just at their MDB right now. It's literally the shortest thing I've ever seen. And, and you know, if you click on one of his shorts that he made, it just redirects you to. 47 Ronin, or is that just my computer glitching there? But I don't know. Oh my god. Everything's <clears throat> falling apart. I don't Guys. know. But I, anyway, I, yeah, it's, it is weird that he's just a, he's literally just a short director that was then just like, here you go. And so here you have like a lavish production and like this colorful mishmash of like Japanese mythology and history that you know, is ethically a little bit questionable. I'm sure a lot of... I think that might have been one of the biggest strikes against the movie, critically, was the fact that it basically becomes what one white man thinks all of Japan is and just mishmashes all these, like, you know, like, cultural symbols into something that's a little bit incoherent. But it's also coming from somebody who just, like, does not have a fully-fledged artistic vision. And you have an expensive Hollywood blockbuster that looks like a straight-to-DVD film. I don't think it looks that bad. As your straight-to-video you... <laughs> expert. No, not really. Um, I don't think it looks that bad. I think it was 
I don't think it was a good timing. I think if this came out of like a few years earlier, it would have been more popular because it didn't. Yeah, it I wasn't mean, very well, popular. But in the really? end, I don't think it looked that bad. I I expected it coming from how many films we watch on We Forgive You that are white guys in roles they really shouldn't be in. <laughs> um, this this could have been much much worse. <clears throat> Not saying that that makes up for the fact that it's still, you know, it is still a weird idea of what Asian people should act like when faced with adversity. Like, I don't know. It's hard to have a white, you know, a white director and, like, mostly white writers write a whole story about a fable or a historical thing that happened in a different country. And then be like, yep, we all have to kill ourselves now. For the honor, it's cool. It, it just doesn't well, feel yeah. as right when they're saying it as if it was if this film was actually mm-hmm. in Japanese, at least. Well, yeah, and it's one of those things though. This is one of those uh, movies where the the because uh, it's a story by you know Walter Hamada, who's one of the uh, he's like a universal he was, an, he was a universal executive at the time. Now he works for Warner Brothers, but like he came up with the story. So it's one of those things where like. This was the time when everyone was making... Because originally it was supposed to come out... It started development in 2008. So, like, again, around Avatar time when everyone was trying to make the big CGI uh, 3D blockbuster. Uh, and so he basically, like, hey, this is a... Cause he's a Japanese... Uh, you know, he's of Japanese ancestry. So he's like, hey, let's do this story. And so he brought on the Tokyo Drift. You know, he brought on Chris Morgan from the Fast and the Furious movies to, uh, to write it. And then... <laughs> They even got Hossein Amini, who did Drive, to come out, who did a lot of rewrites at that time. So it was just one of those movies that, like, it just kind of got made. It's like maybe they. It's like a studio movie where, like, the guy from the studio decided, oh, I have an idea, and he just puts together whoever owes him a favor kind of deal. Right. Yeah. I I mean, you can feel that. You can feel that. But again, I just. uh, I expect so much less from these kinds of movies. And what the only thing that really irks me is the fact that because Keanu is not going to speak in Japanese for the whole film, everybody else has to speak English. And that's kind of weird now to me. Like, I, I always feel like it's weird when we have one white character, so everybody has to speak English with an accent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... That's the only thing, though. I mean, otherwise, I didn't really think this was that bad. I, I think I watch too many bad movies now, though. To really be able to criti- yeah. critically come after this film. Well, that's where I, yeah, that's where I'm coming from too. Because again, I uh, so far people keep asking what the uh, worst movie so far as I've been doing this podcast, and it comes down to basically two now, and that's uh, I'm even blanking on the name. Uh, <laughs> wow, it's so bad. Uh, but would be. Um, <laughs> Feeling Minnesota is probably the word like, and that movie made me actively furious while I was watching it. <laughs> and so, like, and I hadn't, and I had again, I so I kept thinking that this was probably going to be one of his worst, but really, no. I mean, it's at least it. I wasn't really bored. I was never bored during it. Uh, there was always something c- catching my attention. Uh, like, mm-hmm. and that's the that's the worst thing I can uh, say about. A giant blockbuster is if it bores me like that's like for example Venom like I was bored to tears by Venom except those you know great when Tom Hardy gets to have some fun I haven't seen Venom no spoilers no spoilers okay I won't spoil 
Oh, man. <laughs> Sarah. It's my own fault. There's some real yeah, funny we'll moments see. in Venom. And I, and I guess that that's... There's no eccentricities in this movie. I feel like everybody's playing this yeah, so yeah. straight. Yeah, that's true. For something that, that is, like, when you think about it, when you retell it to other people, it is a over-the-top movie, like... Where there are dragons and magic poison spiders. I think the one things. person who seems to be having fun is uh, Rinko Kikuchi. Yes, uh, the great God bless amazing. Her. And, and she could uh, have even gone a little harder. I think. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But like, I mean, like the but like I almost wish it had gone to that. Like there's, I mean, the first first thing we one of the first things we see is this smiling fox with. Two different colored eyes, and it's like <laughs> I would have loved to see more of that shit, like that, you know, full on. If it had gone yeah. really fully Miyazaki, and again, it's like that's why I wish if we had had uh, you know a director with personality that could have gone fully into that stuff. Yeah, I would have appreciated it a lot. I more, love but. her, by the way. She's just wonderful. I didn't realize it was her. Um, yep. Until I went and looked at the cast before I started the film, I remember seeing advertisements for this film and, and him fighting like a witch shapeshifter type character, and I thought that was the main villain. I didn't realize there was anything more to that. Um, but yeah, nobody else is really that exciting. I mean, even Keanu. Like, if we're gonna talk about Keanu, kind of like phoning it in, he's boring as hell in this film. He is pretty static and uninteresting. I will say it is a crime to have a like action adventure film with Keanu Reeves in the lead and not see him do a lot of particularly interesting action. Like if anything his recent career showed us just how incredible he is at doing all of his own stunts and doing so much of, you know, the physical work himself and to see his action scenes mostly reduced to just CGI like Waveforming across like a the screen Matrix move. Is, is, is a bit of a bummer. <laughs> what is all yeah. that? Like that? Like I was saying, I, I, up until about an hour into the film, I was fully into the film, and then he starts. He's like, "Yeah, I was raised by magic people, and uh, I can do this one really fast move, but I don't do it." You know, that's not that's not, not fair to the, everybody else. Yeah, or I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do this during my the crucial. Cause there's like this big that we have to fight this giant freaking. Go- like it's basically a golem, like it's a st- <laughs> just stone. Yeah. Made st- Again, and there's a lot of this stuff that I very troll didn't in the realize dungeon. was magical until I re- read the Wikipedia page. Like there's one thing where it, like it says that that first beast that they fight is a real, you know, mythical Japanese creature. Mm-hmm. Like it's a chimera. It is a chimera, and it's called. Oh, did I get that right, it- everybody? It is a chimera. Yeah, but Damn, they don't say no. that in the movie. But I know, like in the Wikipedia so page, it says what it is. That I knew. That's, <laughs> I'm just really proud of myself. But yeah, well, Sarah, you really are the the ambassador of Japanese <laughs> over a culture. decade of reading books on mythology as a small child, like a fucking nerd. It's really paid off, everybody. Come here. But yeah, it's basically like Keanu has only has superpowers when the plot needs him to have superpowers. Yeah. And not to mention that quick detour into uh, Voldemort's lair when he meets his, uh, like, I guess, dad. <laughs> like, his his adopted father and, like, the family of evil people that raised them that are evil because they, they've they given in to death, whatever and that I, means. I guess they're, if in this world, uh, outcasted Buddhist monks become snake people. Oh, like, they're supposed to be snake... Oh, that makes much... Yeah, he's totally Voldemort. 
Well, I yeah, thought that you was, see the eyelids I don't they know. Move For some reason, I thought he was an owl. I couldn't get it. I, I didn't know what the hell was going <laughs> on. I'm like, why are you guys outcasted? What is this in reference to? What are you guys doing? Yeah, and then this. Yeah, the movie doesn't really care uh, to follow up on it's that. It's very either, Return of so the King, though, it's okay. right? He has like goes into this cave to go get his like some backup. <laughs> Gets the Ghost Army. No, you guys don't. Remember? Well, yeah, I mean that's why it, it, this is. It's funny that it, it came out in 2013, but it was originally you know like developed around yeah around that time when everything was just trying to be the new Lord of the Rings or the new like the you know just this people started making fantasy movies without realizing that you need to do something that people actually care about or like. You can't just base it off anything and then throw it into... Like, I feel like if this was a... Again, if it was a Japanese production like uh, that then had Keanu in it because they need to sell it to Western audiences or whatever, but it's not. It's like just this... Almost the opposite, that they made it just to try to sell it to you know foreign markets or something, but it was just big flop did you guys catch uh that make america great again reference that totally was i did that was in my notes indeed it was <laughs> he says Wait, what? he's talking about um i don't know the the princess's name or so his yeah his love the uh mika's her name mika they, uh the one guy is talking about mika they're about to kill themselves at the end of the film and he says mika's gonna make akko great again so if this was purely a we forgive you episode <laughs> that would be the title I just, I just want to make sure everybody knows that. Yep. Make Akko great again. Maga, indeed. Maga. Um, that's it. That's all the yeah, jokes I mean, I've that's got. Bit... <laughs> and there it. we go. No, I'm just kidding. Well, all right, bye. That, that's a wrap bye, for Sarah, bye. everybody. See you later. Thank you, Sarah. Bye. I'm still here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so. so. <sighs> So we got a, a parts of the Caribbean scene in this. <laughs> oh yes, it really does cool. feel like they tried to throw every single like popular film into it, right? I uh, I guess I I was yeah. taking you guys seriously, but now I see it. Like it is very Pirates of the Caribbean. They're they're uh, what's the name of the the island in Pirates of the Caribbean? It starts with the T. Tortuga. They're in like Tortuga brawling, and then they've got like everything's like Lord uh-huh. of the Rings and. Well, yeah, and the production design is literally the, the design of this place looks. It looks literally like that thing in, or where they, when they go to Singapore in mm-hmm. uh, the third Empires Three, like the it's even got yeah, the like the boardwalks and the freaky dudes. And it, I love that there's there's that freaky like skeleton looking. That guy's dead, dude. by the way. The the dude that's yeah. on he's the literally cover. on the poster, and he's in. There's one shot of him. Yeah. Okay. Like, that's there's literally one shot. Yeah, I think he just asks them like, "Hey, what's up with you?" And then it's like, oh, "I'm trying to find Keanu Reeves to star of the film." And it's like, "Oh, okay, yeah, he's fighting somebody." But Good that, luck. he's fighting a giant. And then that, that dude gets on the poster. That, but uh, whatever. Showed up in like some Lady Gaga music videos and stuff, and he he's passed away. But th- it was a big wow. deal that he like showed up. I remember him showing up on the the fucking poster and something and people are like how big of a role does this one model have and he didn't have a role at all <laughs> they just wanted to show you no. some spooky stuff they just wanted to show you this movie has swords and <laughs> guns a thing that's never been You'll achieved like in it, white people now. we promise yeah it's okay it's not here, this guy looks white and he's got a cool tattoos. Come on, Middle then, America. It's weird. It's really weird to me that the end. It ends with like so they kind of anticlimactic fights that they have like with the the witch and the where Keanu uses his uh, 
Jedi power, Jedi samurai powers to kill her. His his window movie maker abilities. <laughs> it is it's a it's a Windows background. Uh, it's the, the screensaver. Yeah. Um, it's a visualizer from Windows Media Player. It's like that's what we've got. That's my idea for the CGI. Right, and then but then again, but then it's a hundred seventy five million dollar blockbuster that ends. With all of the characters killing themselves with, you know, through Oh my god, it was so dark, guys. <laughs> and then it has a, uh, which it opened with this history lesson saying that this is a true story, but now we've got magic in it, uh, to then, it ends almost like frickin', uh, Saving Private Ryan or Schindler's <laughs> List, where, like, they, it ends with, like, a title card saying that people visit the graves of these people, but we just threw in dragons for yeah. some reason. <laughs> Just the most bizarre way to it's end it. It's wild. Oh my god! It's so straight faced about is. everything. It's unbelievable. It's, it's really, really weird. It's really weird when you like watch it because the ending. I was just sitting there screaming. Well, the cat was sitting next to me napping, and it was ending. And I'm like, oh, they're really gonna kill Keanu. And then Keanu went and offed himself, and I'm like, damn, they really killed Keanu. And then I was like, I gotta go talk about this with these guys. <laughs> cat was not having it though my cat was not about this movie guys he slept through the whole thing i can't imagine any animal being about it pretty sure all the animals oh, die in it true they killed the dragon lady so this is like so this is if, if you count the matrix movies of uh neo kind of dying and like this is the maybe the only the second move oh no yeah he also dies in the watcher when he's the serial killer but like there are very few movies where he actually dies so this is one of them uh and I guess in a scanner darkly, he his soul dies. But uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> who's counting? I mean, who's hasn't? <laughs> well, you know, for, despite this, but this came out like a year before John Wick. Yep, a year before John Wick, and a year the mm-hmm. same year as his directorial debut. So, so this I is mean, like the low point. I mean, right before John Wick came out, everybody was kind of sick of Keanu's shit because he kept on putting out like shitty movies. As long as I remember. I mean, like, I wasn't interested in what he was doing. I thought this was going to be... I didn't think John Wick was going to be a good film. Does anybody remember this? Guys? I mean, there was definitely the time between... I, uh, I mean, because I was... You know, I love Constantine, and I loved... See, uh, I'm talking was, about after Constantine, t- but, for sure. But, but, but most people didn't like that movie, so... Uh, mm-hmm. I think, yeah. yeah, there was a time there where, between the Matrix, people were like, oh, is he... Again, this is where a lot of... The, they were like, oh, the Matrix is a fluke, which was incorrect, but, like... It was more just the the popular the movies that were got wide releases. Yeah, were mostly bad. Uh, but again, yeah, now we got John Wick and we we're in the Keanu sense. So the Keanu sense. It's all for the best. Is that what you've been calling it? No. Oh, okay. Uh, I have no. That's the first time I've said that <laughs> well, word. So patent it. Trademark. Can't believe it. There we go. <laughs> uh, what do you guys think? You you guys forgive Keanu for this one? I do forgive him for this one. Again, well, the next episode, <laughs> um, there's a couple episodes coming, or John Wick's in the next episode, but after that, there's one that I am having trouble forgiving him. Uh, I mean, in the long run, I still love him, but that movie, oof. Well, thankfully, you, we forgive you's not on that episode, so you don't have to forgive him. <clears throat> yeah, we're jumping <laughs> off right before that really rough stuff happens. We've got plenty of other bad yeah. movies to watch. We just saw the one with the dragon. <laughs> Alex? Oh, yeah. We got other people's careers True. to examine Alex, cruelly. Alex, you forgive Keanu for this one, man? Um, I do forgive Keanu. I don't forgive, like, any of the 
producers that made this so we're, bl- thing we're blaming the director who I we've do, I, never seen we have no idea who that guy is if he's real i i almost don't even fault the director like <clears throat> he's like it feels like he just got sicked onto like a project that he probably shouldn't have been a part of like whoever made the decision to put a first-time director on such a high-budgeted blockbuster film and also the producers that thought that this was like a a cool mishmash to to create in the first place like this is like at the end of the day the history of the japanese people or at least a part of that story and it is a little bit weird to see that um a group of white people thought that this would be a fun thing to well do. i mean it's the same company that uh made that gave alex kurtzman the mummy and that didn't make a hellboy 3 so i mean at least they <laughs> evil people <laughs> Consistently eat. Tim you all for yes. not making Hellboy three. It's all your fault. I uh, I feel like this is like a non-issue for me. I mean, it's a it's a it's a solid C rating from me. I see a lot of blockbusters that are CGI travesties these days, and I just I'm not angry enough at this film to even like need to give forgiveness to these people. I just it never went anywhere after this. There's no sequel coming. That's fine by me. Good. If it was a blockbuster hit, I think I would have been more annoyed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, ultimately, it's just a middling film that's so, like, inoffensively average in execution that, like, it's really hard to raise any ire. And especially Keanu's involvement in it does not at all frustrate me. At least... It just makes me want to watch Keanu Reeves in something better, which, thankfully, we have now. Yeah, and at least they got someone who has some Asian uh, heritage instead of like fucking Christian Bale or like we're playing uh, playing Moses. Like, yeah, but he's the, playing a I white mean, guy. Chi- mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I get it. Yeah, they could have gotten yeah. freaking I don't know some actual Japanese actor to star in it, but again, they need to sell it to those whiteies, which <laughs> yeah, damn whiteies, is a mistake. Yep. <laughs> damn whiteies, you've done it again. My bad. <laughs> uh I was going to say, though, I, you know, as soon as I was going to say this, I remembered. It doesn't even pass the Bechtel test, does it? <laughs> no, I don't think women ever even talk to each other. No, no Rinka. Oh, yeah, she talks to... Yeah. Okay, yeah, uh, no, she ta- yeah the witch... The, the dragon lady does talk to Princess, yeah. the, the love interest. But it's about all the exactly. men in the movie, so it does not count. Although, I mean, she technically she says... Uh, that I can't kill you, but you can kill yourself. Like that's the. Oh, I don't think that's good enough. I don't though. know if so that's enough. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll talk to the, my peers about it and get back to you. And see if that's enough. To pass. <laughs> I think the women are going to. Yeah, say there's no. three female characters. One's the wife, one's a damsel, and one's evil. So. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's all we get. It's fine. We're used to it. Um, yeah. Overall, though, middle of the road film. I wouldn't necessarily tell people not to watch it, though. I think that it's not bad if it's on, like, HBO or something and it's the middle of the day. No, it's it's a good... Yeah, it's definitely one of those... It's a it's a good cable Netflix throw-on-while-you're-doing-work movie. I mean, it's not... Again, it's not going to make you angry, I think that's... Which is a low bar, I admit, but <laughs> there are so many blockbusters that make us furious these days that, like... <laughs> I, I can deal with it. Well, it's a low bar, but also, I mean, yeah. if we have to talk about this specific genre of white men showing up in Japan <laughs> and saving the day, I think this is on the higher end of that. 
Well, and it's funny that you brought... Yeah. yeah and let's be honest. Is like is, the, is this... you, you did bring up The Great Wall in that movie. Is that, if you actually watch that movie, it's basically uh, white people look, doing stupid shit while they're looking how awesome all the Chinese people are. Like, that's it's literally, like, propaganda of, like... <laughs> Look how bad these white people are. I, I'm not against that, actually. <laughs> yeah, this one is kind of similar, where it's like, I mean, Keanu is a badass, he's got superpowers, but at the same time, it's like, it's not full-on, like, we wouldn't have been able to succeed without him, you know? Like, it's... Yeah, that's kind of how I, that's kind of why I don't dislike this film, is because it's kind of like, yeah, he's not the main character, uh, he's just, he's just someone that they, that is helping out, and necessarily, yeah, maybe they could have done this without him. But he's got a superpower and some cool swords, so maybe they should have kept him around. Or if they had made him a half demon yeah. instead of Ultimately, a Ultimately, his whole story. Cool. Damn, if he was actually a demon, that would have been so cool, guys. I was kind of hoping the plot went that way. Because they kept on yeah, hinting towards it. Inuyasha, not... Inuyasha. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see Keanu Reeves yeah. wielding his sword with damn. horns coming out damn, of his damn, head. Damn, damn, damn. That's Remember the when movie everybody I need wanted him to be in uh, Cowboy Bebop? As Spike, yes. Everybody wants him to play Spike. Yeah. Yeah, let's not do that, guys. Let's not make a no, live action let's not. Movie let's not. They're already doing it. Netflix it. show. It's sad. Uh, right. But at least they're getting, but they're getting Japanese actors. So that's, that's hey, something, you guys remember that we're getting a live action Avatar Last Airbender show on Netflix? Oh my, I keep forgetting about that. I keep forgetting From the, from the original creators. Oh shit, yeah. I mean... It can't be worse than that movie. At the end of the day... <laughs> Don't get started, <laughs> Sam. Oh yeah, you guys had that episode already. I'm sorry. I apologize. Dev Patel, okay. why? Dev, we're so sorry. We don't mean to bring this up again. Dev, please, we're so sorry. So it's not us. We swear. Listening to these shows, please. <laughs> Dev, I know you're our biggest fan, and you hate when we talk about your movies. Oh, he was so bad in Chappie, though, Alex. Chappie, fuck man. Chappie, so bad. Yeah, that was a uh, Chappie. Please stop, please. If I saw Chappie, I'd run him over. <laughs> Well, I mean, and it's my, the worst part. Again, we're not talk, I don't want to talk. No, no, I'm not doing it. No, no chappy. No chappy. No <laughs> chappy. And fuck it. Watch 47 Ronin if you want. Who cares? Probably the live action Mulan is going to be oh, more problematic God, than I'm this so shit. I'm so nervous about live action Mulan. <laughs> um, oh, God. <laughs> After what Aladdin looks like? Hollywood. Oh my god! But I don't god. think they're, they're not doing magic for Mulan, so maybe maybe that's something. We'll see. <clears throat> yeah, but there is a white POV oh my god. Oh, yeah, Billy Magnuson that we watched right? the entire movie he, through. No. Yeah. He's in Aladdin. I don't know. Who on? I don't even... a white person. <laughs> yeah, it's a There's white. There's a white in there somewhere. <laughs> Watch out! They got okay, that white well, in there. This is, thank you for listening to the "They Got a White in There" podcast. <laughs> that would be a great podcast. It's a, How is that not a podcast? It's about yet. movies where just one white person. We're not the people to do it, but <laughs> they got that way in there. <laughs> I can say that. Okay, I think that sums up. <laughs> that yeah, episode. we need to wrap this up. People um, are people are people are exiting the theater right now Keanu as we speak. That we forgive you, Keanu. We do forgive you. Keanu, you're always gonna get forgiven. Come on over. I'll Aww. bake you some pie. Keanu, Have a great time. Don't Come worry on, about it, man. Just Keanu, show us your art coffee Keanu, table you wanna... book. Come on. You wanna? <laughs> yeah, bud. I... Keanu did the documentary side by um, side. Yep, side by side, right? Oh, Keanu, come on, dude. I'll screen that in my house. We'll bring some friends over. Come on, bud. Let's yeah. have a good time. We'll watch a Fincher. We'll watch a Scorsese. We love we'll do you. it. You know, film, digital. It'll happen. 
Yeah. Okay. Let's have a good well, I time. I think that's a good ending to a beautiful podcast of two different podcasts coming together to create one but, podcast. Uh, yes. And again, I'll say that it's John Wick next episode. John Wick. We made it. Please listen to... What's happening? Hey, Sarah, are we watching anything remotely oh, as fuck, fun as no, John Wick are. for our next episode? <laughs> We're probably doing the next episode, but don't tell the listeners oh that. <laughs> Woo! I, do, I know it's not, I'm not on that episode, but I do not forgive Mike Myers for that movie. <laughs> oh, we don't. We don't. <laughs> It'll Love be noted. There was like a long going, like, are we really going to torture ourselves with that one yet? <laughs> Hopefully we come up with something yeah. better. Every... Every time it's like it's like a deadline, and if we don't meet the deadline of picking what movie it's going to be, it's going to be Love Guru. So it, it keeps us on our toes. <laughs> it, um, it makes us yep. come up with better ideas <laughs> than the Love Guru, because that episode will just be us crying for a half-hour period. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm kind of sick of talking about white men and, and pretending to be Asian people, though. I'll tell you that much. God, how did that happen? Oh, my God. How did that happen? <laughs> how did well, that happen? No one said no. That's how it happened, Sam. No one could tell Myers no. He was on top of the world. Nobody, nobody refuses Mike Myers. <laughs> Why was Justin Timberlake in that movie? Okay, please end this. I don't want to. Okay, it's over. Bye, everyone. John Wick happening. Listen to We Forgive You. Do that too. Yes, greatness. Yeah. Papa Shack. All right. Thank you. Bye. Papa Shack. Bye, Papa Shack. Bye, Papa Shack. I love you. Better ingredients. Pizza. Better pizza. <laughs> Better Shaq. He's stronger now. He's had a lot of pizza. Better in his right, pizza Bye. ambassador because he's no longer a racist. It's Shaq. <laughs> Absolutely. Internal pressure is five G's.